With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, why is it me that's violent? I'm happy today. I realized the fr- first thing I said to my wife today, I find happiness in the fact that I'm relatively healthy. It's true. I am. You healthy. have a lot to be happy about. A lot to be happy about. Mm-hmm. Um, Except for the fact that your teenage daughter spent the weekend in Vegas with her frat boy boyfriend at his frat function. Well, she paid the price for that. It took eight and a half hours to get home. <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> and that only happens one time. Like, that's only happened oh, one yeah. time in my life when I realized the hell that is driving back from Vegas on yeah. a holiday weekend. It's just, it's not worth it. it, it it's insanity. And it just, I mean, whatever vehicle you're in, there were, five, I think, six people in the van. Oh, that's too were, much smell. It's just farts and french fries oh, yeah. for eight and a half hours. Oh, and people, just you're stopping out. and you're getting, you know, the, the meat sweats from the fast food. Oh. And everyone's up against each other and you're sweating on each other. And she's only got two weeks left in the semester, oh. quarter or whatever it is. So she's, you know, starting to freak out about finals and she could be studying. And right. She's going to be all jacked up on that. She's right. She's going to be so mad. She's, she's not going to want to talk to those people sick. for oh. two months. I told her, well, I didn't actually tell her. I told my wife I should tell her, just tell your boyfriend you're not going to talk to him until Thursday. Yeah. I mean, it's better that way. I haven't talked to the people I had that drive with and that was 2004. <laughs> Well, uh, tomorrow is actually going to begin a whole series of new water restrictions for different parts of Southern California. Oh, God. L.A. Times over the weekend was breathless on what is the right length of time for the California drought shower? What the hell are you? Who does it? Who who goes to the assignment meeting at the L.A. Times and they're saying, "Okay, what do you want to work on today? What do you want to work on this week? And a reporter raises her hand and she's like. I, want, I think people want to know how long to shower for. I think people are waiting for the government or the L.A. Times to tell them how long is an appropriate shower during a drought. Like, Laura, that's, that's a brilliant idea. I'd be like, Laura, blow it out your ass. No one's going to tell me how long to shower for. <laughs> well, in this case, the uh, six million Southern California residents are going to be affected by these restrictions that take effect tomorrow. Um, and it's all impacted metropolitan water district service areas, right? State water project dependent ones. And it includes things like um, addresses that end with odd numbers irrigate Monday and Friday down to two days a week. Addresses with even numbers do Sunday and Thursday. You can only water before nine. You can only do it after four, although I would push that. I would say like you shouldn't water until after like 630 because it's still... I mean, four or five o'clock is literally the hottest time of day. The watering, especially if you're using just normal sprinklers, that water evaporates before it hits your plant. Well, our friend Laura at the L.A. Times says in this article that showers aren't in the crosshairs yet, making it sound like there's an imminent danger that the government's going to come out and monitor your personal hygiene. Speaking of showers, before you go on, there, I think it was, was it John and Ken? Somebody was talking about they have a friend who puts a bucket in the shower with them mm-hmm. and catches the whatever comes off of you mm-hmm. and then uses that to water plants with. Now, I 
maybe this is just my, you know, German heritage. I use soap in the shower. So whatever comes off of me is soap. And then whatever the soap helps take off of me. Right. Mm. So it's dirt and soap and water. It's and not farts and French fries. It's farts and French fries. There's not that's not clean water that I would then throw into my plants yeah. and assume that the plants would thrive. Thank you for that soap, farts, and french fry mix. Well, Laura writes, showers aren't in the crosshairs yet, but it raises the question. Just what is the right length of time for a shower? Is it the national average of eight minutes, which the U.S. EPA estimates uses more than a trillion gallon, more than trillion gallons each year? Is it the so-called Navy shower? Water on for 30 seconds, lather, rinse for a minute or so? Which isn't too bad. Or is it the Newsom model? The governor encouraged Californians last month to shorten their showers to five minutes and switch away from baths. Screw you, Gavin. You lost all of your you get to tell me what to do when you went to the French laundry. Furthermore, Gavin Newsom takes 25-minute showers. You know he does. He still has the shower running while he's doing his hair. Totally. He also lets the water run when he brushes his teeth. Yeah. He's a total water waster. He's got somebody in the bathroom with him to wipe the condensation off the mirror. He's not composting his shower water to make it available for his plants. Oh. Um, this, uh, this ongoing, oh my gosh, there's that person. Yeah. That person lives in Santa Monica, started putting a watering can in the shower to catch the water as it warms up. It's a 2.1 gallon terracotta colored can. Now in that case, I understand (laughs) you're, you're doing the pregame show with the water while it's warming up and that's the water that you're catching. Okay. I see. So it's not the soap and the farts and the french fries. How long does it take for your water to heat up? Maybe you should get a... A more efficient, efficient water heater. Here's what I do, and this is not right? because not because I I wait or I feel like I'm saving the world or water for my neighbors. It's I'll turn the shower on and step in there mm-hmm. and just get my hair wet and start the shampoo process. Little, who woke up? Who woke up this morning uh, out of all of us and said, "I wonder what Gary Hoffman's shower routine is." This I'm is a treat. Saying. This is a treat I didn't see coming. Continue. Well, then you don't. By the time you lather up your head, yeah, right, and you're about to rinse, the water's warmed up enough, and you don't have anything to worry so about. You just stick your head in like this, and you keep your body back here. Yes, and you just go like that. Yeah, and then and you then, reach and, down and you well, get the shampoo. Is the shampoo over here? Yeah, or is it over here? I use my right hand. Okay. So, but I think now here's the important part about this. Stick your butt out. Make sure you don't get your butt cold. Well, it's cold cold water water, for God's sake. (laughs) I don't want to get all of it cold. Uh, So yes, I just dip my head in there, and I don't. It's not like I have a lot of hair anyway to to do this. You know, it's. uh Oh, Jacob pulled the shower out. Uh, And then what happens, Gary? Then that's normal shower from that point on. What's a normal shower consist of? Mostly hot spots. Why'd you ask? You can't you can't pull away when you ask, and then I give you the truthful answer. Mostly hot spots. Eight eighty percent of California's water is used for agriculture. The remaining twenty percent, homes, business, factories, and institutions. Okay, so it's this is still, like uh, solving global warming by making one rule in San Francisco, as well, opposed to having China do anything. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, and it still blows me away the amount of money, uh, the amount of water, sorry, that is used on freeway medians, ice plants, I mean, uh, people's oh, neighborhoods yeah. on the hillsides and stuff like that. I can't wait for all of the videos that come out catching the city of L.A. screwing up when it comes to watering. 
Do you know who I hear is the absolute worst water offender in the entire county? My husband. No, Barbara Ferrer. Really? Oh, she just lets sprinklers just broken off, and she just lets hoses run. Really? Probably not. Um, well, it but looks— But again, well, let me say this, and I will remind you. So that L.A. City is two days, right? You can only end, You can only water Monday and Friday. Where I am, it's still three days of watering. So you have to check what your local watering district is, your water agency, because these rules are going to be all over the place for the for the next several weeks, probably. Or don't pay attention to the rules and live your life. And if they want to screw it up, they can continue to screw it up when it comes to making sure we have enough water. Well, it looks like Gavin Newsom isn't the only guy who gets in trouble in Napa. Nancy Pelosi's husband says, hold my beer. <laughs> Literally. Oh, boy. Come on, that was kind of clever. Do they even serve beer in Napa? I don't think they do. Sure, it's just very, very specific. Did you see that a huge Pirates of the Caribbean-themed ship cruised by the courthouse where Johnny Depp is waiting to hear his fate? The boat is atop a flatbed uh, truck, and they say that it is smack in front of the Fairfax County Courthouse there in Virginia. It is a monstrosity. It's got a Captain Jack Sparrow banner hanging off the side displaying Johnny Depp's face. It's got a mannequin pirate in the front manning a cannon while looking out onto the choppy waters of the sidewalk. He went overseas this holiday weekend, went to the Royal Albert Hall in England, played with Jeff Beck. And uh, he will be back stateside after two nights. Rock in there. Check out what the jury finds. Uh, Dodgers lost to the Pirates last night, 6-5. to five. They'll play again tonight, 7-10. It's a Julio Urias bobblehead night. Feel bad for that guy. Going. they got to get some offense when he's on the mound. Um, and then, for some reason, the Angels didn't play yesterday. This One of the weird, stupid scheduling things that Major League Baseball has constantly stepped on its own shoelaces. Every team... In Major League Baseball, should play on Memorial Day, Fourth of July, and Labor Day. Period. Uh, and Jackie there. Robinson Day. And sure, April fifteenth. Um, Angels are in New York to start a series against the Yankees tonight. Well, it looks like House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband had himself a weekend. He is 82 years old. He is a real estate multimillionaire, venture capitalist, and. It seems like he's pushing back pretty hard after his DUI arrest in Napa on Sunday night. Well, specifically, Saturday night, excuse a, me. a spokesperson for him, a guy named Larry Kramer, said uh, this was incorrect information in these news reports. The quote, several news reports about Saturday night's traffic incident involving Paul Pelosi have included incorrect information. The incident in question happened Saturday night. He left a dinner party, was involved in a crash with a Jeep that allegedly hit his Porsche. He was subsequently charged with two misdemeanors, including driving while having a blood alcohol level of 0.08 or higher. Now, the what's great is the spokesperson... Never actually said what was incorrect about the specific reports or even which reports he was referring to or was even asked why Pelosi hadn't taken responsibility for driving impaired and they didn't say that. Now, the lawyer said in a statement, a prior driving offense erroneously attributed to Mr. Pelosi is untrue and likely refers to an unrelated person with the same name. Oh, yeah, that happens all the time. And he says this error must be corrected. There are also incorrect reports that misstate the timing of events. That's one thing to 
argue that reports misstate the timing of events because it came out that he wasn't arrested until 80 minutes after police were called to the scene of this two-car crash non-injury. There may be some wiggle room there, but I didn't read anywhere about a private driving offense being reported. Nobody dug up his private driving records. No, the only thing I saw was the description of specifically what happened. Uh, He's driving his Porsche, the 2021 Porsche, must be nice, and it was hit by a Jeep as he was trying to cross State Route 29. The allegation that I read was that he blew through a stop sign and the Jeep hit him. That sounds about right. Um, It's a very dark road there. You know, especially if you're 82 and he didn't leave the dinner party till 1015. Had a couple of pops. Sure. A little tired. Sure. Uh, he was, his bail was set at $5,000, of course, and I was going to say grandma. Uh, Nancy Pelosi can easily pay that. She was not going to comment on this. She was in Rhode Island to deliver the commencement address at Brown, and she was not going to be commenting on the matter. And then this fun factoid, Nancy and Paul Pelosi have been married since 1963. Holy hell. 1963. Yeah. You'd think that seems like a long time. Yeah. (laughs) The same person. Holy hell. Just think how many. I'd need a couple pops in Napa, too. Farts and French fries they've smelled on each other over the course of 60 years. Hopefully for him that she's out of the house a lot on business. Well, and they made a point of saying that she obviously wasn't there. She was, like you said, doing the commencement at Brown University the next day. And so. Mm. 1963. Jacob. We have an email. Mm. At Gary and Shannon. Sorry, this is a tweet. At Gary and Shannon, love you guys. But why is all your bumper music hipster garbage? Mm, that's a direct assault on Jacob and his sensibilities. Oh, that's got to hurt. Uh, maybe we'll do a topic on that. Why, why is it always hipster garbage? When we come back, guess who's got the COVID? Coronavirus! Yeah, somebody got Coronavirus! it. European Union leaders say for the first time they will impose an oil embargo on Russia. This is a huge step forward in this fight against Moscow, and it's already reverberating in some of the global markets. The embargo, they said, would include an exemption for oil delivered from Russia via pipelines. That amount makes up about a third of the EU oil purchases from Russia. They said, though, by the end of the year... The embargo would cover 90% of previous Russian oil imports and that it would be phased in over several months. Uh, Also found out today that Canadian Prime Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced a bill that would put a freeze on importing, buying, or selling handguns in Canada. Now, there's... That's all at this point. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to go further than that, but he's talking about a freeze. They were also discussing... A plan to ban military-style firearms. They have a list of about 1,500 there in Canada. And then offer a mandatory buyback program. Offer a mandatory buyback program. How does that work? That would begin at the end of the year. And they said um, that Canada's already expanded background checks, et cetera. All this in response to the uh, the shooting in Uvalde, Texas. We'll dive into Washington's response, at least where we stand on that, when we dive into Swamp Watch at 1230. 
Well, he's a double vaccinated, double booster person. Fully vaccinated booster booster person. Yes, that is Gavin Newsom, and he's got the COVID. They announced on Saturday morning that he tested positive, the latest official to contract the virus. Um, now, I was racking my brain on Saturday um, before I went wine tasting to try to remember, did he never had it before. It was his kids, I think, that had tested positive at one point. Right. But he said, I tested positive for COVID. He announced on Twitter um, he's vaccinated. He's got two booster shots, like I said. In fact, just one week and a half, two weeks ago, and said, I'm ex currently experiencing mild symptoms, grateful to be vaccinated, and for treatments like Paxlovid. Do you know anyone outside of a government official who has actually been prescribed Paxlovid yet? I don't know enough about Paxlovid, but my initial reaction is, why is he getting Paxlovid? He's in good shape. He's only 54 years old. Shouldn't we be saving the Paxlovid for people that could be in the danger zone with yeah. underlying issues? Same thing happened when Kamala Harris tested positive. She was also prescribed Paxlovid for an absolutely unknown reason. The, I, it's just a it's just silliness right now at this point. There's this, a whole study that came out that said um, more Americans are concerned about record high gas prices. I'm looking at you, six dollars and fifty cents, and other forms of inflation fueled prices than they are about the uh, ongoing COVID nineteen pandemic. Yeah, our numbers have continued to go up, but uh, we're we're at a point now where people are so fatigued over the discussion of that sort of thing. But the, I mean, Paxlovid is. To try and keep high-risk people out of the hospital. Yes, exactly. That's and that's my point. So he can't where take this, he can't take a, a quick little bout with this thing. I where mean, like is you said, he's been, he's been vaccinated. He is Double boosted. Boosted. It's uncomfortable for a few days, right? But that's that's Gavin Newsom. He can't be uncomfortable for a few days, right? Well, and I wonder if it's a, it's a policy. If it is a policy, it's an unfortunate policy to give somebody like that Paxlovid when somebody else may actually need it. Uh, he went on to say, um, I'm following health guidelines. I'll be isolating while I work remotely. He would have to remain in isolation at least through Thursday and then said he won't go back to his office until and unless he tests negative. As I'm doing more research into Paxlovid, I'm understanding more yes, and more doctor. that it is for people who are unvaccinated because they can't get vaccinated. There you, are certain people with health conditions that cannot get the shots. Yeah. This is for them. This is for people who maybe want to get vaccinated but can't. They can't get boosted in any of it, so they take this to keep them out of the hospital. In the context of the story we just did about Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, having been arrested for a DUI accident, right? More kids in California have died in DUI crashes than from COVID. But we are so, we said this from the very beginning, we as human beings are bad at calculating risk, especially when something like this happens. If the governor says that he's going to start taking Paxlovid, he should say to his doctor, well, that doesn't make any sense, does it? I'm not at risk. I'm not, I don't have, listen, maybe he does have underlying conditions that we don't know about. But if he does have underlying conditions we don't know about, Shouldn't we know about them if he's the governor of the greatest state in the union? I want to know that the guy is healthy. I want to know that he's able to handle he this. He appears to be. <sighs> Guess what? BTS has joined a White House news conference right now. You love a little BTS news to start your week. 
I should pick my spots better because you were already pretty wound up and then I just made you more upset. I'm healthy. Yes. And I'm happy for that. You are. You are healthy enough to do one of those annoying ass Kendall O'Toole or Tool rides. I got tricked into that. I don't know why, because she's pretty? No, it's because I. She's music. just, she's great. She's just real high energy. And sometimes I don't need that amount of energy. It's, she does this weird <laughs> thing where she just looks into the camera right. and does the, like, you know what I'm thinking. Totally. And I'm like, I don't want to know what you're thinking. There's right. nothing in there. I saw what happened to you when somebody else did that to you in purpose. Right. Uh, in person at the News and Bruce. Talk about break me. Like, ah. like she looked like she wanted to make a skin suit out of you. Don't worry. I rescued you. But at first you laughed at me until I called you over. A little bit. Help. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, jurors in the Johnny Depp trial get a verdict sheet that may, they must answer before they can reach the verdict. It is a dog and pony show yet again today. Monica Lewinsky wrote an op-ed. I'm sorry. Did, wait, hold on a second. What did you just say? Monica Lewinsky wrote an op-ed about our attention to this trial and how it's not cool. That, you know, kind of drawing parallels to what she went through in the late 90s with Bill Clinton and that we got a sense of humor and late night hosts were all about it when it was actually real life situations and people's lives and how we're all the, the real problem with these stories because we have this purient pleasure that we get out of people's train wrecks hmm. then maybe you shouldn't have done that maybe to not, the president yeah maybe not uh steer that train into the station while right. it was at full speed right whoa president joe biden praised new zealand's prime minister jacinda arden for her success in uh, curbing extremism and guns following 2019's uh, mass shooting there at a mosque president said he wants to know more about her country's efforts as he tries to persuade Congress to tighten gun laws after recent shootings in Texas and New York. They met for about an hour today. She won passage of a gun control measure in her country after uh, the, the shooting at a mosque, 51 Muslim worshipers at a couple of uh, mosques there in Christchurch. But getting any gun legislation through the U.S. Congress obviously is a different battle. They have different laws. They have much fewer uh, much smaller population, all of those things. Well, the reporters and the national celebrity media, international celebrity media, they're not used to covering civil cases. So they see a juror sheet, a verdict sheet with 46 questions, and they're like, oh, my God, it's so complicated. There's 42 questions. That's quite common in civil trials that there are a number of matters to to put to bed, shall we Shall we say. The jury at the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, they, they deliberated for a couple hours on Friday, and then they came back today for more deliberations. And the court watchers are saying it's very hard to keep the human aspect out of a case like this. What have you experienced in your own private life, and how will that play a part? Of course, the your verdict sheet is meant to keep this uh, just a legal matter. Leave the human connection out of it. Just focus on this as a legal matter. But it is 
interesting when you look at the jury composition. Five men, two women, another woman, and a man serving as alternates. They appear to range in age from their 20s to one who could be older than 60. This is all just people who've been in the courtroom ballparking this. This is not uh, specific because the identities of the jurors will be sealed, remain sealed for a year because this is such a high-profile case. But you seem pretty certain that someone's going to try to make a book out of this, right? Yeah, I think so. I think you'll see the jurors make their rounds on the morning shows and what have you. It just it happens with all high profile trials. Um, The jury will attempt to rule on two claims. Johnny Depp filed a $50 million defamation suit against Amber Heard for publishing that 2018 op-ed in the Washington Post, where she referred to herself as a public figure representing domestic abuse. Again, he's not named in it, but he says it damaged his career for his claim the jury is weighing seven questions most notably whether amber heard made or published three set or separate statements in that op-ed if they imply or insinuate anything about johnny depp and if so whether they were false and slash or made with actual malice so one of the examples of that is this verdict form um includes one of the lines from that op-ed piece quote i spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath that has to change that's the statement. It was in the op-ed piece. It's published in the in the uh, verdict form. And the questions in that or that follow that are you have to answer yes or no if you're a member of the jury or if you are the jury. Um, did Mr. Prove, uh, Mr. Depp prove the statement was made or published by Ms. Heard herself? Well, that seems pretty obvious. They have the copies of the op-ed piece, et cetera. That the statement was about Mr. Depp, because like you said, he's not named specifically in the op-ed piece, was the statement false? Uh, did the statement have a defamatory implication about Mr. Depp? The defamatory implication was designed and intended by Mrs. Hurd, and due to circumstances surrounding the publication of the statement, that it conveyed defamatory implication to someone who saw it other than Mr. Depp. Okay, so very convoluted, right? It's yeah. and, and you're giving the jurors the benefit of the doubt, but legal observers say that while they're, they'll try to focus on legal claims and parse through that language and what does exactly that mean and try to come to a consensus— that most likely conscientiously or not, consciously or not, I guess I should say, they're going to rule on who they found credible and likable. Which is why lawyers are so good at what they do, many of them. I mean, in terms of knowing that this is not a computer that you're feeding information to to get a verdict out of, you're talking about seven human beings in this case who are going to be able to see and react to things like body language, the unspoken languages, the interactions between the people in the courtroom that are not on the stand at the time. That stuff means just as much as what people say. I I was in a civil trial one time. I was in uh, I was an alternate for a civil trial. A, a former Los Angeles police officer retired had been working security for a film set and was in an accident involving a city-contracted dump truck. And he suffered massive uh, head injury as a result of this accident, and his life changed. He required 24-hour care, etc. That guy was in the courtroom every single day. His family was there every single day because the his attorneys wanted the jury to understand here was this strong, powerful, you know, uh, macho man who has been changed by this accident by some careless driver that was working for the city at the time. And if you didn't have that image of that guy, 
you know, who could barely, you know, drink water out of the little cup by himself. If you didn't see that image all the time, maybe you look at the maybe you look at the facts a little differently. Maybe it doesn't impact you as much that this guy's life was completely changed by this. So that humanity, I mean, the, this is this is all minutia in terms of how it is the jury's going to go through this, but they're going to be heavily impacted by what they felt and saw in that courtroom too. Complicating things further is how they would determine actual damages if the jury decides either one of them is owed them. You know, loss of movie roles, unknown future movie roles. It's very hard to figure out how much that number would be. That's all gut at that point. It's all the jury's discretion. uh, You mentioned that Monica Lewinsky thing that she wrote in Vanity Fair. I read through it and I think it's more of her reaction to um, social media and the way social media is used in these cases and that we all need to be careful about it. I mean, she's kind of holding her nose and talking about how triggering this is for her specifically because her situation, shall we call it, took place so long before social media, but at the very beginning of the internet. Remember, Drudge Report was really the right. one of the first, that was the, the, I guess, the coming out party for Drudge was was the Monica Lewinsky case. I don't know. It's If you don't want a people's attention for something that you did that's untoward, then just go live your life. Stop writing articles about it. Yeah, Vanity, that's the other thing. Vanity Fair published an op-ed piece by Monica Lewinsky. So what did you... What did you... Yeah. Do you want me to leave you alone? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, we'll talk trending when we come back to Gary and Shannon. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.